Greetings, everybody. I am the Crypto Crow. Now, before I start, I'm going to basically, you know, let everybody know that this, this video isn't going to be like most. This video is about failure. Uh, this video is about working towards a goal, not giving up. And, you know, honestly, this, this is about me getting some things off my chest. Now, <clears throat> recently, I posted something in my Patreon uh, because everybody in the Patreon, I felt, deserved to know that I have a very big failure in my past. And I'm going to share it all with you today. Um, this, this failure has plagued me for over six years. And I'm not kidding. Like to the point of physical stress. Um, what started as a passion project out of just love for the topic ended up three of the absolute worst years of my life. And, and, and an additional three of just grief since then, really. And while I, I would love to say, you know, I would, I would, I would take it all back and I wouldn't, I would, I wish I could erase it. I really don't think I would anymore because I learned so much from this experience that I believe it made me who I am today. And that's true. So what am I talking about? I'm talking about a game. So back in 2006, I was, so I used to be a big MMORPG gamer. I used to love it. All the way back from Ultima Online. I loved it. I, I just, I remember I was a, um, at the time I was a computer tech. I was an IT consultant for uh, a company. And a guy I worked with, who was also my roommate at the time, uh, he was playing this game, Ultima Online. I didn't know anything about it. And he showed me. And uh, I was hooked. I was so, so, so hooked. And, you know, it was just, it was the most fun game. I mean, it was just, it was the first time I had ever seen so many people um, going to war against each other. Multiplayer, massively multiplayer, online, RPG, you know. I mean, I was a kid that I grew up pretty much with no friends because I grew up for the most part in the hood. And like I said in other videos, like I grew up creating characters in like, Mech Warrior and BattleTech, you know, creating my own Mech Warrior bots. Um, you know, um, what was the other like Dungeons and Dragons? But I never actually played the game. I just created the characters and their stories, and that, and and like I, that's I I had a lot of fun with that, as sad as it may sound. And you know, when I found Ultima Online, it was like just the most amazing thing ever. And then, of course, I moved on into EverQuest, which, wow, now now it's 3D. And through the years, I played everything. Um, and, you know, I was at a point in my life where, you know, I was a loan officer at this point. So when I actually started this Greedmonger game, um, I was a loan officer, and I was doing pretty well. I mean, I was, I was 
you know, I was making some pretty good money. And I thought, what would it take to create a game? So I was actually, at the time, I was playing another game called Salem, which was a, it was a massively multiplayer game, but it was very hardcore-ish. It was very, but it was simple. And it was created by one guy. And he, it, it just, it looked it was kind of fun and it was hardcore, but I liked it. And I thought, man, I wonder if I could do something like this, but kind of bring back Ultima Online. And then I started doing some research and I started looking up um, different like gaming engines. And then I found the, the Unity engine, the Unity gaming engine, which just, it looked like it was everything that I could ever want. The problem is I'm not a game developer. I wasn't a game developer. So I started asking around the forums, like, would this kind of project be possible? Um, you know, would anybody be interested in working with me on this? That sort of thing. And I found a developer who had used um, the Unity engine and he had used uh, the Hero engine. Long story short, this guy became like my lead developer. And we started working together on ideas and on this project. And ultimately, I kickstarted this, this project. And... This was back in 2006. The beginning of the worst three years of my life. So what happened was um, 667 backers on Kickstarter pledged over $90,000. And then I had a, another pledge once this closed on the Greedmonger website, where I think I ended up getting like 20 or 30 grand more. And... The idea was I wanted to create Ultima Online, but I wanted the land in the game to be owned, legitimately owned by the players. Kind of like um, uh, Entropia Universe, where basically you can purchase land with, with real money, real cash economy. You can purchase uh, land in that game. And then when people use it for hunting or or whatever, then you make a percentage of whatever they accomplish on your land. And I it was it was kind of like that, but it was the 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 real cash economy was strictly focused around the land itself, not everything else in the game. This game quickly rose to being the number one um, game on MMORPG.com. Everybody loved this game. And I understood why, because I was trying to do something nobody else had done yet. So what was the problem? Before my Kickstarter had even finished, I was being branded as a scammer. I was being branded as a con man. I was being branded at, because everybody knew, because I made it very clear that I was not a game developer myself, that I had to hire people that could bring this thing to life. And it got a lot of support early on. And then there were a few people who basically branded me as a scammer because they thought that this was solely a cash grab, that I was basically coming up with this grandiose idea to score a quick C note or a quick hundred grand to never do anything, I guess. I don't know. It, it, in hindsight, I get it. In hindsight, I understand exactly what these people were thinking and why. At the time, I did not understand. I was pissed. 
I was so furious because keep in mind at the time I was in the financial, excuse me, the financial market. I had these people branding me on discussion forums as a scammer for something that hasn't even finished yet. I had, we hadn't even been able to start working on it yet, but I get it because what I was trying to do was absolutely impossible, especially with the budget that I was seeking in my mind. It all made sense in my mind. I thought with Unity, with the asset store, even these houses that you see in this picture, I'm pretty sure these were the, it's been so long I can't really remember. Actually, those were bought. Those were bought. I actually, I had AAA level developers working on world maps. I had a developer from uh, Crisis working on this game, creating world maps that my lead developer said that he ended up not being able to use because of the way Unity Stitch, there were so many problems. I mean, <laughs> dredging this all up, it's like such a pain. Um, just absolute hell. I, I, don't, I, I, I don't even know any other way of putting this. This was absolute hell on me. Um, I was snowed, but I had put my name and ultimately my word on this project, because I was so convinced that we could get this done. And not only that, I was so convinced that we were going to be able to get this done for much less. My goal was only 30 grand because the unity license was only, um, I think it was like 1500 bucks maybe. And a, a, the vast majority of what we needed, I was able to buy off of the asset store. Now I spent ten, I spent a lot of money on that asset store. I mean a lot, but we had everything we needed. And and what I, what we didn't have were um, there were some models that we still needed. And I had another AAA developer who created a modular housing system. Now people have seen all this. This isn't me just making claims. People have seen all of this stuff, but it was all focused around Unity. Okay, and. So I had this, this beautiful modular housing system that cost, I know it was a minimum of $8,000. I know I paid this guy at least eight grand. I think it was actually a little bit more, but it was, it was key. It was, it was key to the game. And, and by that, it was when you buy land, you had so many parcels of space on, the, on, on your land. Well, this modular housing system would basically let you build a house and design it in real time based off of, you know, sizing squares, you know, all this, all this stuff, and then decorate it the way you wanted to the whole nine. And it worked and it was great, but it was for unity. Everything I had spent so much money on was for unity. Well, the first big rung of the thing, and I'm not going to drag this out incessantly, um, but you know, and the reason I'm doing this is because I, I had posted about this in my Patreon for all my investors. I basically said, look, I had a huge failure in my past, and I want all you guys to know about it. And of the, I don't know, 50 responses that that post got, where everybody was like, you know what, we really appreciate this. We already knew about it, because um, it doesn't take long to find this stuff when you look up your name, but it's good that you brought this out into the public. But one person basically said, you know, you should have came out with this sooner. And I thought, do I really need to put this on a business card? I failed at a passion project six years ago. 
I lashed out at the community calling me a scammer six years ago. I mean, there were a lot of reasons I was so frustrated. And I was. Like, I was I was damn near manic about this thing for years, okay? Um, but I figure, you know what? I'm just going to put it out there. Like, if, if one person thought that I should have made this public myself, um, that, that, that I should just, you know, because there've been trolls, there've been trolls for six years all over the internet posting about this and they post the same thing. You know what they post discussion, Jason Appleton from Greedmonger. Well, the actual title is steals, stealing a hundred thousand dollar in Kickstarter funds. Okay. This is the thread. It's a discussion thread that somebody started to basically bash me. And because this website is so popular in the MMORPG community, it ends up in the top of the search rankings. Everybody has seen this already. There are some things that they haven't seen, which I'm going to show you because this isn't people for whatever reason. So I basically made myself MMORPG enemy number one, because at the time when everybody was just slamming me, man, slamming me, calling me every name in the book, accusing me of all kinds of stuff. I was working, we were, I, I was like, I was in the financial industry and it's like, you know what? I, we haven't even finished this Kickstarter campaign yet. We haven't even really been able to, and, and all through the development of this thing, I tried everything, I shit you not, to just get this game done because think about it, man. Right from before, before we even finished this Kickstarter campaign, I had people with burning pitchforks. Come to find out, one of the main crusading people against me was somebody who was also he was a game developer, who had also kickstarted a project for himself that failed, and he was pissed that me, a non-game developer, was able to put together a Kickstarter and 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 get funding. And he wanted to see me burn. And others joined. And that's all there was to it. And I was so furious that at some of these forums on this on this site, I lashed out. I'm like, you punks. Like, who? how dare you? Like, you don't know what you're talking about. I was livid. That just fueled the fire. That just fanned the flames for anybody it was it was a nightmare, just a complete and utter nightmare. So anyway, this thing ended up taking three years. My lead developer basically said, we can't do this on Unity. After hell, probably at least half of the budget was already spent on all of the custom work I had done. All of the team members that I had hired on... Early on, I brought on a bunch of team members to help with animations, to help with new models, with this custom work, that custom work. And my lead developer just kept saying, oh, well, I, this, this guy doesn't know what he's doing. We need to get rid of them. Or he would cuss them out and chat, which there are logs of this. And he would yell at them for basically being idiots and all kinds of stuff. The problem was I was so stuck because at this point, I, we had, I had already put so much into this project under his guidance and I knew I didn't have a budget because as we as this continued to move forward, all this bullshit all over the internet kept creeping up. And it was just like everybody basically trying to castrate me. A lot of the other developers didn't want a part of it because it was like a toxic project. And so that made it even more difficult for me to get this damn thing done. So it was like all these people kind of created this self-fulfilling prophecy for me 
And I was the butt of it. The long and short of it is I was responsible. It was my name. It was me that sold everybody on the project. And I took a beating, a hell of a beating. And <laughs> so finally, after bouncing between multiple gaming engines, you know, we, I, I, oh, we can't be Unity. We got to go to Hero Engine because my lead developer had used that before and he had worked on uh, MMO projects on there before. Swore that it was going to be what we needed to get all this stuff done and that some of the things that I had custom made already were going to be usable on this engine. Long story short, we ended up bouncing around to like three, four different gaming engines, none of which were things that for whatever reason he was able to get working. And we ended up back at Unity. Then, and you know, keep in mind, at this point, I was like public enemy number one. So I just played the role. I was just like, whatever. And he played the good guy, right? And so finally, he was basically saying that I was the problem. That I was that that all of the hatred for me was like basically causing him problems to get this game done. When in reality, it was because I was clamping down on him hard, and I was just at a point where you know at this point I was using my own money to fund the project, um, and you know I you know I was cutting cutting expenses, man. Like he had me spending four hundred dollars a month on on a hosting package that. He swore up and down we needed, and and I held on to that for years. And finally, when I said when I was using my own money, I basically cut it down. And he just, don't you dare, don't you do it. You're going to ruin everything. We need this. We need. I'm like, look, I can't afford it anymore. I I can't keep shelling out all this money endlessly without seeing any progress. He never met a deadline. Nothing nothing happened the way it was supposed to happen. Nothing happened the way it was sold to me. And I finally, I just cut it down. I said, look, I'm doing it anyway. I cut it down to a $70 a month hosting package that we use for months and months. And it ended up fine. So finally, he comes to me and he basically says, look, I have a new partner. And you're either going to give us all the assets to this game. You're going to give us all the licenses. You're going to give us everything. Or I'm just done. So I had a decision. I could give him everything. Everything that I had bought, all the assets, all the licenses, literally everything I had already done for three years and walk away thinking, okay, he's got some new business partner. They've got a new funding source. He wants me out. Um, but if I don't, this game will never be finished. So I left. We drafted up a big old agreement. They basically, I said, look, I'm giving you guys everything. You have to make good on all the backers. You have to basically, you have to follow through with everything. And they were happy about it. And they agreed. And I said, fine. And I walked away. And I made an announcement about it. Um, uh, let's see. Yeah, we, we did have a pre-alpha client. I mean, we had some progress. And that's the thing. that At the time that this happened, he had a bit of a world created that you could walk around in. Use the crafting system. That was another thing. I, I mean, the craft, crafting system we had custom made. I mean, all that stuff. Um, I don't even remember at what point. 
The papers have been signed. I leave Greedmonger in others' hands. This was back in April of 2015. Um, I just gave everything up, man. I just said, look, if you guys are so sure you're going to get this thing done and I am the problem, here it is. Put your put your money where your mouth is. And I and I made the the announcement and I stepped away. The game still was never completed. Really, nothing ever happened. No longer was any at this point, no longer was any of this my responsibility. It was all broken down in the agreement. These guys are taking over. The lead de developer who I had basically listened to and and was more or less at the mercy of for the no nah, and I'm not I'm not shifting blame I'm not I'm but you know the the buck stopped with me but you really just kind of have to be a part of it to really understand the situation but anyway um that was it like that that was all she wrote and and nothing came of that which I knew I a part of me knew that that was going to be the case because but it was a last ditch effort it was like look I either give this all up and hope that these guys come through or either way, the project doesn't happen. So nothing happened. And for years, I had been trying to figure out a way to make it right with the people that backed this game. That was the first effort that I tried to make um, to make things right. Just to just to take myself out of the equation. Because I, I know that I kind of played the villain for a bit. Just kind of like, all right, look, if you got a problem, come to me. Um, you know... That was stupid. I, at the time, I used to think, well, any PR is good PR. Not when it's your personal name. Let me just say that. And, you know, sometimes I would go to forums and just rile them up a little bit. It was so stupid, but it was just kind of like I wanted to keep the interest in the game. I wanted to keep everybody, you know, paying attention to the game. Um but it was, but it, it was kind of like I used what I had. Like I used the reputation that I had. I used the you know, the kind of the, the situation that was created for me. And I tried to make the best out of it. Anyway, since then I have, I have truly tried to make things right all the way back in August, 2015 or 2017, August 25th, 2017, I was trying to figure out ways to make this right. So don't think for a second that this has all just started because I'm on YouTube. This has plagued me for years. The only thing that has changed is my means of being able to take care of this the right way. On February 2nd, 2018, I was finally in a financial place able to start repaying everybody. I cannot I cannot begin to tell you how much hell this has played on my life and my family. It's one of the big reasons why everything I've done to date on my YouTube channel has been so transparent. It is one of the big reasons why I pull no punches, I hide nothing, I break everything down as best I can. Because I've learned that 
It's just better that way. And I have, I, you know, I don't really know what else to say. I mean, it's, it's, I'm glad to finally. I'm glad to finally able to get rid of this and to prove that, look, I never, ever scammed anybody in my life. I never lied to anybody in my life. Well, since I was like nine. I have always been the most brutally honest son of a bitch you'll ever meet. I mean, my wife and I joke about it all the time. A lot of people think I'm an asshole. And it's, I'm not an asshole. She's like, good people like you. And that's the thing. Good people seem to like me. Assholes don't like me. Because if you're an asshole, I'm very open about the fact that you're an asshole. I'm an asshole. I can be. I'm a very compassionate guy, and I'm a brutally honest guy. But because I hold myself to such a high standard, I don't put up with bullshit. Because there's no room for it in my life. And I, you know, of course I have wanted to get this whole thing behind me. Of course I have wanted to just rid myself of this. But without having the financial means of making it right, I've tried different things to try and make it right with people. But it's a lot of money to try and cough up when you've got a big family. Like I said, even when, I, when I'm making 100 grand, you know, like that's, that was, that's check to check. And, you know, people... I've learned, especially in this community, there are a lot of good people in the gaming community. The people who contributed the most to this project have been the most supportive throughout the years, while people who never contributed so much as a dime to the project have been the loudest into trying to stir up trouble. And look, I failed. I tried my damnedest. I put everything I freaking had into this god dang project and I failed. But I am still, after six years, making it right. And this started a while ago. And I have, it's been no secret that this has been a problem for me, that, that, that this is something that I've been trying to make good on. I'm not doing this because I'm on YouTube. I'm doing this because I finally can because of YouTube. To be quite honest with you, this channel is enabling me to make this right and move on. And that leads me to my greatest success. <coughs> now, I am going to consider this matter closed. I am not going to, like, I, I don't even want comments about this. I'm just probably just going to get rid of them. I truly want to be done with this. I don't even want, even hearing the name of the game, like, I don't even like saying it. Because <laughs> even the name was bad. The, 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 there was a whole political kind of thing to why the game was called Greedmonger and why it made sense at the time. So stupid. <laughs> um, but anyway, now you know. I mean, like, and, and the thing of it is, is I know this is a, this is no secret. Like, 
I know that a lot of people under like know about this project. Like it's not like it's a big secret. I don't think I don't think a lot of people really understood like the gravity of it. I don't think I don't think a lot of people have understood like the toll this has played on me. Um and and am I a blameless victim? No. I stirred the pot with this. I handled things not so great and especially like early on it was all new to me. And to manage to try and manage a development team for a project of this magnitude when everybody's spread all over the place Especially like even my lead developer, he never wanted to talk. That was always the weirdest thing. He never wanted to talk because of, I, I I guess he had, and I'm not, I'm not knocking him. Okay. But I guess he had a speech impediment and he was very, very insecure about it. So he didn't like talking on voice chat or Skype or any of that. Everything we did was chat. That was a struggle. Um, there was just a lot of difficulties with this thing. And honestly, I didn't really realize early on like what the situation was with my developer. He just, he seemed very, very, very knowledgeable. And he had shown me stuff that he had done. Um, and it is what it is, okay? The point is, I'm finally in a position to be able to make this right, and I've started. And, you know, um, you know, massively overpowered was, was, you know, one of the first to pick this up and, and basically said, like, I didn't ask for this. And just people, apparently some of the people I was refunding went to the sites and basically said, he's giving refunds. And, um, like I, I even posted a comment, like, wow, I'm shocked to see this article. Like, because I was like, I was shocked because I honestly thought everybody just freaking hated me. You know, like nobody really understood anything. Like nobody really understood my side of the situation. Everybody, and it was like anything you say, man, it's like just anything you say was just a problem or it was bullshit or it was a lie or it was, I mean, it was just like, it doesn't, it didn't matter what came out of my mouth. It was all just some, it was, it was just, like I said, hell, just hell. And it's almost over. And because of this, I feel like I have learned a great deal. And it was a life lesson for sure. Like there's no question about it. It was absolutely a life lesson. And while it was hell and I still feel heavy because of this, <laughs> like it's not, it's not even, it's not even the fact that I failed you're allowed to have a failure. I think it's the fact that because of the nature of the internet, because you know, it was me personally that I put out there to market this game and talk about the game and sell the concept and the idea of the game. Um, I feel like I just, I let a lot of people down. And because I know, I know that if I were them and somebody else, just the same way, like I get why so many people like came out from the very beginning. It was like, you're a scammer. You know, I, I had people, they're like, I am a game developer. There's no way you could do this. Not with this budget. And, and you're full of shit. 
And I just, and I would argue with them, like, you're wrong. We can do this, and this is why. I was wrong. <laughs> I was wrong, but it was it was legitimate. Like, I, you know, I truly believed we were going to make this happen. But anyway, my greatest success is, quite frankly, quite frankly, not giving up. I see so many stories of people who they try to do something big. They try to do something beyond themselves and fail and they wallow away. I don't. I'm a fighter and that's how I'll always be. You have people that are fight or flight. I'm fight. I will fight you tooth and nail. I will fight you until one of us dies. I will fight you with an army. I will fight you, period. I'll fight you. I've had situations where people have charged at me with baseball bats in the dark and I've knocked them out cold in the street. I've had situations I, I, I like I just I will fight you. I you know, it doesn't matter. And and that is as much a detriment as it is a benefit to me. Especially if I believe, you know, it's a situation of right or wrong. I cannot sleep until it's been right. And for me, a part of what drives me is the fact that I believe I deserve success. I believe that I deserve everything that I can get out of this life. And I don't stop trying. You know, people, you know, when they would talk about Greedmonger and they would talk about, oh, he, he tried this business and failed. And he tried that business and failed. I didn't try those businesses and failed. Hell, when I was a fight promoter, I did that for six years. And I was one of the best in the country. I had one of the best reputations in the country. This was all after Greedmonger. You know what I mean? Well, actually, no, it wasn't all after. Wait, what was the date of that? Um, was I doing that? I don't think I was. I think my first show was 20, 2006, was it? Maybe it was around the same time. Yeah, it might have been. I think I was a loan officer when I first started. No, wait a minute. I was a loan officer after that. My my testosterone's not working. Yeah. I was a loan officer after that. So I, this was all after I was a fight promoter. That's right. So, and when I was a fight promoter, there was a guy who was a sponsor. He put he would put money down on my fight mat. What was the name? I forget the name of it. But anyway, you know, one of the things people used to say that I failed at was this guy, he wanted me to white label um, erection pills. <laughs> and they worked. <laughs> and I thought, yeah, I'll do this. And he wanted me to help market them for him. And, you know, he had a line of supplements and things like that. And, um, yeah, I, I, was, I, I was in. I was interested. And um, but then I don't even remember exactly what happened, but he just I don't know if he changed his mind or he ran into some issues. I don't know. But then it just didn't happen. Big deal. Like, you know, people are like, oh, he failed. No, it wasn't a failure. It was something that we talked about. I think I had talked about it uh, publicly about, you know, something that I was working on um, and it just didn't happen. Not a big deal. Um, you know, people talk about all kinds of stuff. People make up all kinds of stuff. It's just the way it is. And my greatest success has honestly outside of my family has been this YouTube channel has been cryptocurrency and I am going to be doing some more videos. I took a list 
today in Telegram asking everybody, what all do you want to know? What have I not covered? What would help you the most? And I made a big old list and that's what I'm going to be working on over the next several days um, in a couple weeks, along with the reviews and the other things that I've got coming up. But I wanted to do this video tonight because, you know, I just wanted to put it out there like once and for all, like this is what happened. And, you know, it's I luckily, you know, everybody in my Patreon are a bunch of smart folks. I mean, really, because they understood, they understand the situation. There are a lot of business owners and a lot of people in there who understand. Look, I, you know, I don't technically, I've never had to refund anybody. They were pledges. These were donations to a passion project that could fail. But I made one line. I said one thing that I was going to complete that project with or without Kickstarter. And I failed at it. And I feel that because of that, I owe the people a refund. And that's what I've been working on. Um, you know, technically I don't. But if I want to make things right in myself so that I can move on and ignore all of the haters, all of the trolls, all of the disgusting people who have absolutely nothing better to do with their time than to just troll me and others. I just want to make it right and move on. And that's it. And that's what I've set out to do years ago. But my channel has allowed me the luxury to be able to do that. And that is what it is. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm probably, I don't even want comments on this video. I just wanted to make the statement. I just wanted to put this out there. Um, and, um, yeah, that's it. So I'm going to be working on a series of other videos for this evening. I'm going to go perk up, pep up. It's about uh, 1 o'clock uh, Eastern time, and I have a big 3 at 3 o'clock Eastern time. I have a um, Google Hangout call with my lawyer about the fund and everything that's going on. And so hopefully if I can, um, if I can record that, which I think you see, he wanted to talk a bit first and then we're going to do some stuff that I can actually record and share with everybody. Um, which I told him is absolutely important. Like I, I see people talking about, Oh, what you're doing is illegal because you don't have a FINRA license and all this other stuff. And, and my lawyer and I have gone over all that stuff. Like, I, like people, I wouldn't be filing all this stuff if any part of it was illegal. I wouldn't be doing any of this. If any of it was illegal, there's already a huge paper trail of all of our corporate filings, our LLCs, our partnerships, everything else. Like this is no secret to any anybody. Um, this isn't some like underground, uh, thing like this is a legitimate fund. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I don't know, but anyway, I'm going to be, my lawyer and I are going to be addressing a lot of that stuff in a video very soon. So on that note, crow your coins, everybody. Thanks for listening. And I hope I find you well. See you later.